Thank you very much, Lance, and good Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. We'll talk with Sean Minahan, the Kemper Boys basketball coach, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Randy Beeson from Carroll Boys Basketball set to join us, as is Kemper Girls basketball coach Andrew Clink, Carroll Girls basketball coach Katie Cook, Kemper Girls wrestling coach Gary Schmitz, Carroll Boys wrestling coach Eric Noggle, Kemper Boys wrestling coach Shane Vaughn, Carroll Girls wrestling coach Sam Vanami, and Carroll Boys swim coach Deb Denner. They'll come up in that order coming up here today. We're going to quickly run you through all of last night's sports as we had a lot of action in a boys basketball. It was Kemper knocking off Glenwood 76-70. to Michael Kaspabauer finished up with 33 points and five assists in the win. Carroll falls over at Gilbert 71-59. to Evan Hammer had 11 points and four rebounds in the loss. South Central Calhoun down to Alteria 59-39. to Tyler Leitner, 20 points and up five steals in the win. It was uh, Esac County beating Storm Lake St. Mary's 57-25. to Ryan Clare had 14 points, nine rebounds, and four steals in the win for the Raiders. Ike Manning wins in overtime at Riverside, 59-53. Ross Kuzel finished up with 19 points. Caden Keller, 10 points, 17 rebounds, and four blocks. Audubon Falls to Tri-Center, 56-22. Carson Bauer led the Wheelers with 12 points. It was Glenn Ralston losing to Xyro Corn-Gimbledon, 85-33. John Whitfer had 10 last night for the Wildcats. Arweva Falls to Caminita, 53-34. Emmett Newman, a double-double with 12 points and 12 rebounds. On the girls' side of things, Carroll defeated Gilbert 44-43. Cameron Chable, 15 points, 6 rebounds, and a couple of block shots. Kemper knocks off Glenwood last night, 53-50. Catherine Mayhall finishes up with it, 24 points, 5 steals. She needed 13 to go over 1,000 in her career. She gets 24 last night. Lauren Bell also had a double-double with 13 points to go with 11 rebounds. South Central Calhoun downs Alta Aurelia 72-57. Riley Matta 39 points, 10 rebounds. Kylie Schleichman 20 points, 6 rebounds, 10 assists, and 7 steals. Coon Rapids Baird beats Peyton Chardin 47-26 for the Crusaders last night. Breely Clayburg 20 points, 20 rebounds, 6 steals. She got, needed one rebound to get her 500th of her career. Finishes up with 20 last night. Uh, again, for the Crusaders, for the Rockets last night, it was Becca Anderson leading the way with 12 points. Cam Manning downs at Riverside 38-25. Mabel Langle finished up with 11.5 rebounds and 5 steals. Glenn Ralston falls to Xyrokran Gimbledon 54-38. Paige Clucky with 17 points. Esac County loses to Storm Lake St. Mary's 41-27. Mary Bontrager with 11 points and 3 steals. Yeah, Arweva falls at Caminita, 69-25. Maggie Regaler led the Rockets with the 9 points. And Audubon losing to Tri-Center last night, 44-18. Audrey Jensen had 14 in the loss last night for the Wheelers. Couple of our girls wrestling teams in action. Kemper, one of those. They were down at Perry. They would finish up in 11th place overall. It was Allie Sommerfeld finishing up in 6th place. South Central Calhoun went to the Lady Raptor duels at Ridgeview. They would beat South O'Brien 42-30. to Scott Rolfs, uh, Evelyn Kramer, and Delaney West got one by fall. Titans knocked off Dennis in Schleswig 42-30. It was Evelyn Kramer and Delaney West got winning by fall. South Central Calhoun beat uh, MOC Floyd Valley last night 42-36. to There was no matches that weren't by forfeit in that one. South Central Calhoun won or lost, I should say, against uh, Ridgeview. 
60 to 24. Evelyn Kramer, Delaney West got again winning by fall, and South Central Calhoun's fell to Spencer 54 at 223. Lacey Martin and Delaney West got one by fall. Evelyn Kramer won by Tech fall 15 to nothing. And that is a look at all of last night's scores. Again, complete recap stories and full results all available on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report for all of last night's sports. You can find that at sports.1380kcim.com. Sean Minahan said to join us next year on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. It's that time of the year for comfort food. And you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. We're going to talk Kemper Boys basketball here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Joining us right now is Sean Minahan, the head coach uh, for the Kemper Boys. And, and coach, as always, uh, it's good to catch up with you. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, as always. Uh, coach, uh, this is one of those things you, you hate to bring up as, as the very first thing uh, of an interview, but I, I just want to have you be able to give as much of an update as you feel comfortable being able to do. But uh, DJ Vanami uh, injured uh, in the game on a Friday night uh, against Glenwood, taken to the hospital via an ambulance. Um, just for anybody that was at the game or anybody that I've had a lot of people reaching out to me on Friday night kind of wanting to know, what are the details that you can let everybody know about? Um, I'm not sure how much all I'm allowed. I'm so just, you know, he, he went down and hit his head. Um, and you said he had to leave by ambulance and, um, we talked to him. He was coherent by the, um, by the time he got to the hospital, um, you know, they had to do, um, CAT scan and all that stuff. Um, but early reports are he's, you know, we, we, um, the players, um, and then a couple of our coaches, we went up and, and we saw him, he was able to come out. He was able to walk and talk, and he's he, he seemed kind of you know for the most part you know just like a normal DJ, um, joking about playing chess and stuff like that right away. So um, that was great to see. Um, he's going to be out for at least a little bit, but um, doctors seemed hopeful that he'd be able to return here in a couple weeks, which is which is great. But the, I mean, the most important thing is that DJ is okay, and uh, we're we're thankful for. Um, you know, just you got God is good that it was, he was able to come out of it and be okay. Um, and the, the, all the first responders that were there helping at the game were absolutely amazing. I can't say thank you enough. Um, we had people from both Carroll and from Glenwood coming to help, and they were all amazing. And Coach, again, didn't want to put you on the spot with that or create any issues. Just know that, uh, you know, people yeah. wanting to kind of know at least what, what, what is available to be able to, to, to be told. So we thank you for that. Uh, then I got to congratulate you. Um, what a rally by your guys in the fourth quarter last night. Uh, you guys come back, uh, outscore Glenwood 18-12. to 12. Actually started that rally late in the third. Uh, you come back for a 76-70 to 70 victory to pick up your 11th straight win. Uh, what a gutty, gritty, uh, and an outstanding performance by your whole team last night. Yeah, I could not be more proud of the way the guys responded. Um, you know, the incident with DJ was hard and, and hit the guys pretty hard. It was, it was it was a pretty rough scene in the locker room when we went in there, tried to gather everyone's thoughts, and um, we we left it up to them to decide if they wanted to play tonight. 
or not sorry, that they wanted to finish the game, um, and they they all wanted to play. Um, so fortunate, Glenwood and, and, the, and the officials all agreed that they they gave the boys enough time to kind of gather their thoughts. And um, you know, the end of that first half was still a little rough. We, you could tell we were still all shaken, um, but we came out of halftime definitely focused. Um, and I was really proud of our, you know, our, our bench guys. We had guys playing huge minutes for us, coming up big. Trey Biter with his on-ball defense. Um, Taven Ami gave us great minutes in the post, just hustling. Um, ben Gherkin was was doing amazing for us. Just those guys were that kind of go unheralded, I think, a lot. Um, yep. They, the way that they stepped up for our team tonight was 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 truly amazing, and our and our defense was just so locked in there down the stretch. It was it was it was fun to see, and and our student section was that <laughs> they got loud. It was pretty fun. Yeah, Tragen Biter, huge. I thought his defense on Caden Johnson kind of energized the student section, energized the crowd, energized you guys, uh, and started to lead to that rally there in the third quarter. Uh, you tied it at 58 heading into the fourth quarter, and then Michael Kaspabauer just absolutely went off last night in the second half. Had 12 at halftime, but finishes up with 33 scores, 21 uh, in the second half, Coach, and a lot of those coming in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean that's him and him and DJ are pretty close. So um, I, he was the first person that said they that we're that we're playing and we're doing we're doing it for DJ, um, and he he really went out and did exactly that. Coach, and then you can't forget Dawson Gifford came up with a big steal uh, late in that game as well. Put you guys up seventy four sixty seven. I thought that kind of sealed the game for you guys. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, um, I think. Dawson's such a such a talented offensive player that I think his defense on off ball defense goes so unnoticed that he's so he's so good at, at anticipating the other team's passes and getting out and passing lanes. Um, he's truly elite at it, and and you know did that a big time for us. Coach, we have to bounce back last Saturday. Uh, a brilliant first half against East Sac County. Able to get a ton of guys in. Everybody played uh, in the game in the second half as you were up so comfortable at the halftime. Uh, East Sac able to cut into the lead in the second half and got their inside game going. But uh, really had to love the way your guys came out on Saturday, especially in the first half with the intensity they played with. Yeah, uh, trying to think back to that. It feels like it was a feels like it, it, you know, a month ago that that game, uh, just the way the last few days went. Um, but, um, you know, the guys played out, played really, really well. Um, we, we were able to do a lot. Of, we, you know, we had our normal 10 guys play in the first half, and defensively I thought our guys were just was very, were very locked in, challenging, contesting stuff inside, outside, um, and made it really, really difficult um, for, for, for ESAC. And, and, I was, and offensively, I mean, we you know we scored 40 points at the, in the first half but it was at the same time like i felt like we left you know a lot of points still out there and defense defensively it was so special it was, it was pretty fun to watch that standpoint and then as you said just getting the extra guys in there um those those minutes in the second half and having those you know your your scout team guys that work hard all week and help your team prepare to be their best um to give them a full quarter of play was is always Always a really good thing, good feeling. Healing coming up for you guys later on today. You mentioned 
Friday night in the postgame interview that uh, they've got a big guy about 6'8 that can really step out and shoot it. He might be back and missed the last game, but uh, expected him to be back. What's this healing team look like, and what kind of a challenge do they present you guys? They you know, they have a couple of really talented guards. Um, one one guard who can shoot it from the outside very quick, shifty. Um, he's drawn a little bit. They're, I mean, they're kind of undersized guards like we were. I mean, <clears throat> and, and you know, kind of like a Michael and a Carson type of type of players. But at the same time, they're seniors. They've been playing varsity basketball for three or four years now. Um, they're really talented. Um, they have the Noel kid who is probably one of the top ten players in the entire state, regardless of class, um, for the juniors, um, who's super talented. And they have some a couple other pieces that are really really good. The big thing for them is they're about six seven deep, where you know that that provides us some opportunities if we can can control the pace of our the way we want. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck coming up on Saturday. Certainly appreciate you joining us here. Congrats again on a, a huge win on, on Friday night and appreciate all the information you were able to give us here today. No, thank you. Head Coach Sean Minahan again with the Kemper Boys basketball team. More from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show next here on KCIM. Attention truck drivers in Carroll and Corning. There are a lot of employment options out there. You want full-time work with excellent pay and awesome benefits because you're worth it. Darling Ingredients is looking for drivers at their Carroll and Corning locations. And you're home every night. If you have a Class A or B CDL, call now. 402-417-5975. That's 402-417-5975. Or go to DarlingII.com and find out that you're worth a lot more to Darling Ingredients. Cowboys basketball coach Randy Beeson joining us here on this Saturday morning. Of course, it's the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Tigers, a tough week this week, falling to ADM on the road on Tuesday last night uh, as they continue their, their East Coast swing across uh, the, uh, the the Raccoon River Conference, falling over at uh, Gilbert. Uh, coach, appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning. Yeah, no problem, Jeff. Coach, it seems like you guys haven't been home for a while. I know you just were last week against Carlisle, but it seems like a lot of road games for you guys here as of late to this last week. We'll start with the game over at Gilbert last night. Up 41-36, you said, in the third, uh, but you end up falling. Uh, just couldn't kind of hold on to that thing the way it sounds late in the game. Yeah, uh, we turned it over way too many times, and uh, Gilbert did a good job of switching up defenses and running different kind of presses and switching things up in the half court and uh, gave our guys fits for some reason. And uh, too many turnovers, 22, 23 turnovers, I think is what we ended up with uh, last night. And uh, you're not going to win very many games when you turn the ball over that much. So uh, we were in foul trouble early on. So we, we had to strategize a little bit, play some different guys and, uh, went into halftime just being down three points, and I had three of my starters uh, with three fouls uh, going into halftime. So we were happy where we were uh, going into halftime, battling and fighting through uh, 24 fouls called in the first half. And uh, going into the fourth quarter, we were only down one point. And uh, like I said, or like you said, we were up five uh, with four minutes to go and turned it over five out of the next six possessions. And when you do that, uh, it doesn't matter who you're playing. Uh, most of the time, you're not going to like the, the end result. 
Coach, with, with the turnover issues, with the foul issues you guys had last night, how did you get up by five there midway through the third? Uh, well, it's crazy what happens when you when you make some good passes and you take care of it. We, we got three or four layups uh, against their press. You know, we, we passed it to the right guy. We made the extra pass. Uh, we were under control. We didn't force anything. Uh, guys were in the right spot. And, I mean, it was... It looked pretty easy there to start the third quarter. We took the ball, took care of the ball, and, and seriously got layups uh, against their press. And uh, I mean, they didn't really switch up. The, I mean, they had two or three different presses that they ran, but it wasn't like they switched uh, a certain one and we couldn't handle it. We just uh, made some silly passes and uh, tried to force it and passed it to where the defense was instead of where the defense wasn't. And didn't make the extra pass when the guys open inside, and all of a sudden some turnovers led to. Easy ones. We turn it over, and they got an and one uh, in transition. And then uh, turn it over against the press. They got a wide-open layup. And that five-point lead was gone in about 15 seconds. So, uh, you know, turnovers, when you turn it over 22 times, uh, let's say you shoot 33% from the field like we happen to do uh, Tuesday night, now that's still uh, seven chances that hopefully you can uh, – make a basket on those, you know, and it's a lot of points. So we just got to do a better job of taking care of the basketball and giving ourselves a chance to at least uh, make a shot or get a shot up so that uh, we have a chance of scoring some points. Coach, they do put 26 on the board on you in the fourth. I hate to ask, but was it a lot of that, you know, leak outs off of turnovers or, or were they able to kind of get some stuff on their offensive set in the fourth quarter? Yeah, we, uh, we did a terrible job of getting back on defense too. Uh, we scored one time uh, against their press, got a layup, and they inbounded right away and threw it up over the top and got a layup back the other way. So uh, we got four or five points a couple different times, and then uh, when we really needed to stop, we didn't get one or they got an easy one in transition. And, you know, they they got a you know, 6'5 kid that's really physical and 6'4 kid, the Ruba kid, is a really nice player, had 17 points, went 8 for 12 from the free throw line. Uh and they just killed us on the glass. They got, I would say, over 15 offensive rebounds. Uh, and so, give them credit. They uh, they out hustled us. They 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 out physicaled us. They they got all the 50-50 balls. They played super hard. And uh, you know, when there's that many fouls called, they they play 10, 11 guys and rotate guys in. So they were able to stay fresh and get out and run and, and play fast. And we had guys in foul trouble that. Uh, uh, our bench wasn't as deep as, as what we'd probably like, and uh, we got a little tired, and they made more plays than we did. So a uh, tough one to take, especially uh, knowing that the stretch that we have uh, coming up. But uh, we're capable. we got guys that can do it. Uh, we just got to be a little bit more focused, a little more mentally tough, and and got to make plays down the stretch when you need to. And, Coach, that's a little bit of a theme of, I guess, of our interview. Uh, bounce back to Tuesday. Uh, you fall to ADM 43-37, uh, down too late in that game uh, with the chance there in the fourth quarter and, and, and just come up on the short end there as well. Yeah. Uh, we shot the ball extremely poor. Uh, we just couldn't get, the, couldn't get shots to fall. Like I said, we shot 33% from the field. Uh, luckily we played good enough defense and held them to 35% uh, from the field and, uh, gave ourselves a chance. Uh, we were down 13 to zero to start the game, didn't score our first point till uh, one minute to go, uh, in the first quarter. And, 
just one of those games too. We turned it over too much, and uh, but especially we just couldn't get shots to fall. And uh, give our guys credit; they, they battled back too. I mean, we were down five at, at halftime when I felt like we played extremely poor and didn't make a lot of shots, and uh, we ended up taking the lead, uh, 35-34, I believe, uh, late in the game. And uh, once again, we just turned it over a couple times down the stretch. Uh, they hit a big three, and uh, they found a way to sneak one out, 43-37. So once again, you're, Jeff, you're not going to win very many games scoring 37 points. You know, right. so it's been a little bit of everything. The game before that, uh, we didn't guard anybody and scored some points. And that game, we guarded somebody but couldn't score any points. So. We just got to find a way to put 32 minutes together uh, on both ends of the floor. And, and our defensive intensity has got to be there. And uh, offensively, we've got to be willing to share the ball and make the extra pass and attack the basket and complete plays. And, you know, uh, basketball is a crazy game sometimes. You feel like sometimes you got to figure it out and you can look really good. And other games, uh, you know, it's kind of like golf. You know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you can drive the ball really well, but you can't make the putt. Other times, uh, there's a lot of other things that you can do well, but you can't do other things. And I feel like uh, basketball this last week has been a little bit of that, uh, just inconsistent. So hopefully we can uh, get a little better on all, uh, all areas of the game so that uh, we can find a way to come back and play strong in the tough stretch that we have coming up. And it all starts Tuesday. You guys get to host a really good North Polk team. What do you got to do to turn it around and get the win there? Well, hopefully take care of the ball better. Uh, last time we played them, we were in the 20 turnovers as well. And uh, they're, they're a really good defensive team. They really gave us trouble. Uh, we couldn't score the ball against them. Uh, so we'll have to take care of it. We'll have to be stronger with the basketball and, and uh, execute a little bit better and uh, make a few shots. That always helps. And we'll see what happens. Uh, our, I mean, our guys are, like I said, our guys are capable. They can do it. They just got to get their mindset to uh, believe in themselves a little bit more and not worrying and not thinking about, man, I, how do I just not turn the ball over instead of just uh, going out there and playing and, and being good basketball players like they are. So uh, we'll uh, have a good day of practice on Monday and hopefully be ready to go on Tuesday. Well, Coach, looking forward to seeing you and the guys on Tuesday against North Polk. So much appreciate the time here on this Saturday morning. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll see you Tuesday. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Appreciate the coverage. You bet. Head coach Randy Beeson again with the Carroll Boys basketball team. We'll be back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show coming up next year on KCIM. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East, in Carroll. MC Country Cafe Coaches Show rolling on on this Saturday morning, talking a little Kemper Girls basketball as the Knights pick up a couple of wins here in the last week. Andrew Clink, the head coach, now joining us. As coach, appreciate you joining us. Congratulations on a really good week. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. Coach, uh, let's start with that one uh, Friday night. What a win uh, against a really good uh, Glenwood team. Uh, the defensive effort really stood out to me uh, and just the energy and the confidence that the girls played with all night long. 
Yeah, you know, uh, we put together a game plan. Um, we talked about it middle of this week, and we just said, hey, we're going to have, just like we have all your hang our hat on defense, um, we're going to mix things up a little bit because obviously Glenwood is very athletic, very talented. Uh, they got one girl in particular that is phenomenal athlete um, in whatever sport she's in. Uh, and, you know, our, our goal is to do our defensive job and the offense would, would contribute. And, you know, I, our girls bought in 100%. And, you know, we got great looks. Um, defensively, um, with the rotation of a couple of girls matching up on on the hop girl, uh, it was it was phenomenal to watch. It was fun to watch. Talk about the defensive effort. It was Aubrey Hute and Casey Peter a lot. I know Carson Overmall saw some time on her as well, uh, but those three uh, deserve a lot of credit for the defensive effort. Op finished up with 17. A lot of those coming in the fourth quarter when she tried to take the game over herself. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I told the three of those girls, I said, this is going to be your job for four quarters. Um, we're going to rotate you. We're going to sub you when you're tired. We'll get you somebody. But, you know, you go hard when you're in. And, and all three of them did um, a phenomenal job of, of doing their job. Um, I'm sure that I mean, they're tired right now. Um, but, yeah, you know, made her earn her buckets. Uh, she did, you know, she she's good enough that she can take over a game. And we wanted to eliminate that as long as we possibly could. Um, fourth quarter, she got a little bit going. Um, but even then, you know, we really locked things down. Um, we forced her to continue to work to get open looks. Um, and even when she got to the line, it was it was a contested shot where she was really working hard to get to the rim. And not just the three girls that were on her, but the other girls having to help on her and everything else. This was a really, as you've mentioned a couple of times, but a complete defensive team effort on Friday night. Oh, 100%. Um, you know, it's not going to show up in the stat book uh, as far as, you know, defensive effort. You know, there's no stat for that. But, you know, if you watch the film, if, if you were here to watch, you would see, you know, those are those are the stats that, that changed the game for us. Um, that won us the ball game um, was that the the little things that don't get noticed on the stat sheet. Um, you know, whether it was a guard, whether it was a big, you know, I thought Franny Glenn had a phenomenal night on the glass. Um, Lauren Bell had a double double with 11 rebounds. Um, you know, we had to have those. I'm not giving up second chance opportunities to a team that averages right around 16 offensive rebounds a game. Um, you know, we got to be able to do what we can do to our best ability. You mentioned Lauren Bell, huge game for her last night. I, I think she shot maybe with more confidence last night than I've seen her all year. And with that, so strong, so physical going to the glass. Yeah, you know, I, this week I, I told the girls, I just said, you know, find your confidence. Um, find, you know, find that, find that rhythm in your shot where, you, you know, it's a game-like shot, whether it's, a, you know, at the rim, whether it's a mid-range, whether it's out on the perimeter, you know, and Kate is another example of that. You know, I think confidence um, from this week built into playing tonight um, you know the ability to say hey I'm gonna pull it and I have 100% confidence when it leaves my hand it's going in and you know Lauren I think she's a she's a, a testament to that you know she worked her tail off this week she's trying to get some, some stuff figured out aside from just finishing at the rim and you know she knocked down a couple of those mid-range uh, shots that were huge for us especially in clutch times Elsa Tiefenthaler also had a really good game clutch free throws for a freshman down the stretch she didn't show any you know, nervousness as a freshman step into the line late in the game. Finished up, I think, with 13, if I remember right, off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Elsa's a gamer. Uh, you know, she is a freshman. Uh, you know, there are times where uh, she gets really hard. She works on herself more than she needs to. It's like, hey, on to the next play. Um, you know, forget about it. But that's, you know, that's part of the growing process. And, you know, tonight she really showed. Um, she took she took the wings and she said, hey, I, I got it as, as a guard, uh, which was good to see. Um, you don't really see that much out of freshmen, but her ability to say, hey, I know what we need to do. And her and Kate working that backcourt for us, it was, it, was, it was good for us to see from a leadership standpoint that, hey, 
you know, we're in good hands. We're going to get a great look um, offensively and defensively. They, they both, and well, all five girls did a great job of communicating all night long. I kind of saved Kate for last, uh, Kate Mayhall. Um, this goes over a thousand points in her career last night, earlier this week. Uh, she had become the all-time steals leader. I understand in Kemper history already as the all-time assist leader. She's too humble to talk about herself and give herself any credit. She gave it all last night to her teammates and, and to the Lord up above. Um, but she's a special player, uh, and she's going to go down in the history books uh, and hold a lot of records at Kemper, and there's a reason for it. Um, but what a performance from her last night. I think 14 or so in the fourth quarter uh, when you guys needed it. And and, and offensively, man, she kind of took over there for a part of this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she yeah, she is about as humble as humble gets. You know, uh, she's never going to sit there and talk about herself. It's always about her teammates. It's always about, you know, the people around her, which shows a lot about her character. Uh, she's a great kid. And she's gonna, she's gonna be a great citizen of the world. Um, but you know, hats off to her. She's gonna have her name all over the, you know, the record uh, books out there in the hallway. And uh, you know, that fourth quarter, you know, she she walked over to me. She's like, Coach, I got this. And you know, to have that, the ability to say that is just a lot of leadership. And it wasn't that, yes, she scored a lot of points, but you know, she led us from a vocal standpoint, from a communication standpoint. She led us, you know getting rebounds. She's not the tallest girl, but she was flying in there because we said we got to have five girls on the defensive glass. She flew in and got rebounds. She took care of the press. Um, you know, she facilitated really well. You know, all of those things that, you know, if we can get five girls to do that, we're, we're, we're pretty fun to watch. Going to bounce back real quick. Uh, ESAC last weekend, kind of a nice bounce back game after a tough game on Friday night against Atlantic where you didn't play your best. You played really well on Saturday. Yeah, um, you know, uh, looking at this week, you know, ESAC picked up their first two wins of the, of the year, um, played Cherokee really tough uh, last night or Thursday night. Um, you know, they, they've, they've got some things figured out, so credit to them for, you know, keep working hard. Um, you know, for our girls, it was, you know, we, we just got to keep taking steps in the right direction. Uh, you know, no steps backward. And if we do, we got to make sure we fix it. Um, so, yeah, this weekend and into, into next week, is a, it's a grind. We go to Helan. Um, at their place on Saturday, and then we're at Harlan on Monday and Clarinda on Tuesday. So, um, you know, it's just it's a matter of hey, we just got to keep we got to keep getting better. You mentioned healing that's coming up later on this afternoon. What are you looking at, and how do you continue to roll from what you did last night? <laughs> well, hopefully our girls get to sleep and eat some good food and recover a little bit because uh, they're good. Um, they're ranked for a reason. Um, they're returning, uh, well, I believe, what state champ from last year. Um, yeah, they're they're solid. Um, it's going to be a great atmosphere. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a good challenge for us. Um, but you know, I told the girls the other day, uh, we want those challenges. They're only going to prepare us for for the long run. You know, when we when we get to postseason, you know, where are we at? Um, you know, these games are going to prepare us from that situational standpoint. Well, coach, as always, it's good to see you. I appreciate you joining us on this Saturday morning. Best of luck up at Healing. Congrats on the on the great week, and we'll see you Monday down at Harlan. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. Head coach Andrew Clank again with the Encounter Knights. We'll be back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show right here on KCIM. Attention truck drivers in Carroll and Corning. There are a lot of employment options out there. You want full-time work with excellent pay and awesome benefits because you're worth it. Darling Ingredients is looking for drivers at their Carroll and Corning locations. And you're home every night. If you have a Class A or B CDL, call now. 402-417-5975. That's 402-417-5975. Or go to darlingii.com and find out that you're worth a lot more to Darling Ingredients. 
Katie Cook, the head girls basketball coach, of course, with the Carroll Tigers, joining us here on this Saturday morning. Tigers uh, coming off an outstanding week, uh, picking up a couple of wins this week. Tigers have won four of their last five. Katie, appreciate you joining us, and congrats on a great uh, last couple of weeks. Thank you. Coach, let's start with the game last night. A tough win over on the road over at Gilbert. Uh, it sounds like this one was tight all the way through. Uh, able to pull it out down the stretch. How were you guys able to get this one on the road? You know, I think it was our defense. Um, we The first first time we played Gilbert, oh, December 2nd, I believe we, a lot, we they hit 10 three-pointers. Um, so we were really trying to focus on taking away their three-point shot tonight. And defensively, we were able to execute. I think they had four. What stood out for you then? How were you guys able to take away that three-point line, just closing out or not letting them get in open looks? Closing out hard, yes. And we decided to switch screens just to make sure we had that three-point line covered. Um, so proud of the girls' defensive effort. And honestly, it was a grueling matchup. The lead changed you know, throughout the whole game. Um, so it was just—it was just a dogfight, and it's a credit to our girls, their effort, and, and their fight. Anybody stand out for you with the defensive effort? Anybody have a great defensive game, or was it just a complete team effort? Uh, to be honest, it was a team effort. I, everybody did their job. Um, everybody worked every possession to get a stop. Um, I'd say Shay Sennard, with her speed and and. Uh, She's just willing to make those hustle plays. and She does, she had a few plays that, you know, just about only she can pull off uh, <laughs> that really kind of saved us. What worked offensively for you guys Friday night? Well, towards the end of the game, it was driving to the hole. Um, Shay was able to do it a little bit. Caitlin Aiden was able to get to the hole. Uh, Cameron Shabel. It, and uh, Shay made a couple of big free throws towards the end of the game. Um and then put in the game-winning bucket with six seconds left uh, by driving to the lane uh, to put us up one. Just beat her girl off the dribble, or did somebody get a screen for her and get her free? Uh, she beat her girl off the dribble. Uh, how did you guys defend that after that? They get a timeout, Coach, or, or did they just let the clock run and you guys come up with a stop? They, You know what? They called a timeout, um, and so we matched up. Uh, it, you know, and they only had one girl up, just their point guard, and they had everybody else back. But uh, so we had Maddie tuning on her, and and she's our lockdown defender. She did a good job and forced the girl to take a tough, long three pointer, and she missed. Congrats on that one. That's a great win. Where do you feel like this team's at right now? Sitting here, winning four of your last five. Uh, you know, we're we're just battling to to get that next win every time. Um, these girls have gotten so much better over the course of our season. Uh, it's just a testament to their work ethic and their drive. Uh, and I, I'm very proud of them. We're, we're on the flip side of our conference. So uh, we're seeing everybody for the second time. Uh, so it's a lot of game planning. Okay. What worked the first time? What didn't, what little changes are we going to make? Um, and it's nice to see us just scoring more. Uh, it was early on and that was a struggle. Uh, but now it's, you know, we're scoring 50-some points a game at times. And, and if they shut down our leading scorer, Cameron Shabel, you know, we've got other girls stepping up. Caitlin Aiden had 17 against ADM earlier this week. Um, Shay Sennard had 18 points not too long ago. Uh, oh, right, was it Carlisle maybe? 
Um, so it's nice to see uh, the scoring even out a little bit. Coach, you mentioned the ADM game that was on Tuesday, also on the road, as you guys seem to be on the road a lot here to start the second half of the season. A 49-39 win on Tuesday night. You mentioned Caitlin Aiden. Sounded like she had a great game uh, both sides of the floor for you. Cam Shabel, it sounded like, had a really good defensive game for you. What stood out for you about that win over ADM on Tuesday? Our, again, our defense has been tough, and it, I'm just proud of our girls. If we if we can shut people down, uh, they can't get in, you know, their press, or they can't, they don't have as much time to set up their defense um, as we transition to our offense. So I think it all starts there for us. What worked well to hold them to 39 on the road? What worked well defensively the other night? It sounded like, if I remember right, they had a really good inside player, and you guys were able to contain her really well. Yeah, Nicole Stork is their uh, returning all-conference player, um, and we were – we threw a double team at her. We were trying to be conscious of where she was at on the floor at all times in case we needed to dig in or help uh, keep her out of the lane. Um, so Shay Nashinger and, and Olivia Rowetter and Cameron Shable all took their turns on her uh, and did a great job. You mentioned Caitlin Aiden having a really good game, 17.6 rebounds, three steals. What stood out for you about her performance on Tuesday? She's able to get to the hole and, and – take it up strong. Uh, it's something we've been focusing on with her is, is getting all the way to the basket, taking it up strong so she can draw that foul. Um, sometimes she has a tendency to float in there a little bit, but she's been working on it and, it and was able to connect. What did you guys really focus on over the break to come out of the break playing so well? Was it a lot of defense or did you guys get some shots up that the offense is clicking a little bit more here and you're shooting better here in the second half of the season? We shot a lot. Um, we spent a lot of time shooting over the break, every practice. Um, you know, the name of the game, you got to score more points. But uh, we do fit in our defense, our defensive work, too. Coach, you guys finally get to come back home. I get a chance to see you this coming Tuesday. Going to be hosting at North Polk. Uh, another good ball game. You ball club. You can't seem to get away from them uh, in this Raccoon River Conference. So what are you looking at with it Tuesday, and what do you guys got to do to pick up another win? Well, they, uh, they knocked off Xavier last week, so they took the top spot. So we're playing top-ranked uh, North Polk Tuesday. They're excellent shooters, excellent drivers. They've got a six-one-five girl. Um, so we're just, you know, it's one of those games where what do you have to lose? You just lay it all out there and, and, and play ball and, and have some fun. Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate you joining us on this Saturday morning. Congrats again, again, on a nice 2-0 and week, a nice win last night, and a great start here to the second half of the season, winning four of your last five ballgames. Appreciate the time, as always, and enjoy the weekend. Thank you, Jeff. Head Coach Katie Cook again with the Carroll Tiger Girls basketball program. Back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show next here on KCIM. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. 
They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Let's talk a little Kemper girls wrestling as head coach Gary Smith's joining us now here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. And coach, as always, good to catch up with you. Yeah, it's it's uh it's always fun to we're getting that point of the season. We're we're getting towards the end of the season and and trying to clean a few things up and see where we go from there. It is amazing how fast the season goes. And even though we're kind of in that hard part of winter a lot of times in January and February, um, you guys are going to be heading off to districts here in about two weeks and, and state coming up the first couple of days of the month of February. Hard to believe we're just a couple of weeks away from that. Coach, uh, Friday night, kind of a rare Friday night, seems to be kind of a more of a popular thing here the last few years with wrestling, but a Friday night uh, tournament for you guys. You headed down to Perry. Um, how did you feel like things went for you guys last night? Well, it, it um, we had some tough brackets. Um, um, we're getting that point where they're, they're only wanting a couple, couple girls from each team in the bracket, so we kind of had a... Uh, had to move uh, Allie Summerfield up the weight that she would normally had wrestled. And, uh, and then uh, that 115 weight class, there were some really stout girls in that. And it, it, it kind of showed we, we didn't do so well in that, that weight. Um, uh, Sadie Smith, she did get a win out of it and she really battled hard there. She didn't give up. She was down in the match and came back and, and got a nice win out of that. So she kept, kept working at it and didn't give up and uh, came back and uh, actually pinned the girl. So that was good. How was she able to get that pin? Well, we've been working a little uh, technique, you know, a pretty popular uh, deal with any, any boys or girls is, you know, just running a half. And when they run that, if they're out of position there, it's easy to, I always call it winging them over. And uh, if they're not off to the side, it's pretty easy to, to uh, wing them down and and uh, knock them off to their off their hip, and then you can step over them and and uh, she did a pretty good job with that and she she tried it a number of times and this last time she was able to get through on it and actually uh, put her own half in and and pin the girl so it was nice. Coach, that was the second meet of the week for you guys. If we bounce back to last Saturday, um, you guys headed down to West Central Valley's invite. Uh, pretty good day for you with just four wrestlers, finished up in sixth place overall. Um, looks like Grace Hoffman uh, brought home a championship. Uh, Sadie Smith was second, and Kyla Wiskus uh, finished in third for you guys, and actually just three wrestlers on the day. So uh, pretty pleased with how things went last Saturday. Yeah, um, Grace, she really... She kind of proved there. She stayed in real good position, and I kind of told her she needs to get back on her offense, and she she did that, and that proved proved to be the difference maker. And she got she got really going on that. And one of the thing, other things she she was working on is just staying in good position. You know, as as we get winding down on the season, just those little things like that about not giving up your position and she's she is uh cleaning that up and, and can stand better on those small techniques so that's it was good to see her win that um 
Sadie, she had the loss she took was to a really good girl. Otherwise, she uh, she's coming out there and showing some good uh, promise coming down the stretch here too. And Kyla Wiskus, yeah, Kyla Wiskus got a couple of wins the way it looks. Yeah, you know, both her and her and Allie are really working hard. I tell you what, they're they're coming along here at the right time of the season, and they're showing showing that you know they're coming coming at and they're showing some technique that we've been working, and uh, they're they're asking questions in the room, and that's that's the best part about it because they they want to get better. Coach, uh, things going to stay busy for you guys after kind of getting this week to work on things with a meet Saturday and then Friday. You go Monday and Tuesday this upcoming week, Monday down to Lewis Central. That's going to be during the day. No school with it being Martin Luther King Day, so you guys uh, get a chance uh, to wrestle. I think you said starting at 11 o'clock in the morning, and then Saturday or Tuesday you head up to Sac City. Yeah, we uh, we decided to get into that meet in Lewis Central. Um, it's going to put us over there in uh, western Iowa. Uh, I'm hoping that we'll see a few more teams that uh, is going to be in our regional. And then on Tuesday, uh, we got an email from uh, uh, Wilkie up there in uh, East Sac, and they wanted to put some uh, meat together because of all the, the weather uh, cancellations that, that had been happening. So we decided to get in on that one too so a nice local one that we can get in and we'll definitely see some uh, some of the regional competition up there uh, coach what are you looking for and what do you want to have the girls take away from these next uh, couple of meets monday and tuesday well like you said um you know we went up to sergeant bluff there back in december and um we saw some some things after after thanksgiving and i i, I kind of had uh chuckle a little bit and I thought man is everybody showing head throws because <laughs> that's what we saw up there so now that we're a month month and a half past that I'm really curious what techniques and stuff people are showing if and uh what we got to prepare for because we kind of been talking me and uh uh my assistant Tracy Huff and we've been talking about kind of being prepared for the some of the main things that we've been seeing thus far. And uh, I'm curious that with these next two meets, what we're going to see and what kind of skills and um, things that the girls out there are really working so that we're prepared come regional time. Well, Coach, as always, appreciate it. Uh, tell you what, uh, enjoy the day. I know you're going to head up later today to the Kemper Dual Tournament up at Kemper, and then I think you said you're headed to, to Sioux City for some college wrestling later on this evening. So enjoy the weekend, and best of luck coming up Monday and Tuesday. You bet. Well, thank you much. You bet. Head Coach Gary Schmitz again with the Kemper Girls Wrestling Team. We're back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show next here on KCIM. I think it's just vapor. Vaping is safer than smoking. Isn't it? One vape pod has as much nicotine as one pack of cigarettes. Get your head out of the cloud. Talk to your kid about vaping. Visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. Carol Tigers have had an extremely busy week for the boys' wrestling team, and it's not going to slow down as they head down to the Perry Tournament later today. But joining us on this Saturday morning is head coach Eric Nagel. And coach, have you gotten a half an hour of sleep yet this week? 
I think I, I think so. At least my voice is somewhat better. It is much better than Tuesday when I saw you out there at the Bondurant for our matchup. You guys hosted Bondurant for our Tuesday, hosted ADM on Thursday last Saturday. We're at the Jack Mendenhall over in Ames, and then again in action again later on today. But let's start with Thursday night. Uh, pretty convincing win against ADM, fifty-seven to sixteen. That final team score uh, had a bunch of wins by fall that night, including seven of them. Uh, actually, eight wins by fall and a win by decision. So, pretty dominant performance for you guys on Thursday. Yeah, it was a good performance by us. Um, being senior night, you know, you want to always kind of come out and on top on senior night and and uh send those seniors off with a victory but yeah it was a it was a lot better i i a lot better bounce back from when we had bonder ant but um we took advantage of the opportunities we had and we focused the nice thing was we focused on some things on wednesday to kind of fix fix some little things that we were needed to improve on a little bit and the nice thing about it was you could see the transition from what we worked on on Wednesday in, in, in the room to out on the mat on Thursday. That's probably the thing that impressed me the most. What, what, what did you guys tweak on Wednesday then? Uh, we really worked hard on getting, getting better at hand fighting last year. I think we hand fought a lot better than we do this year. We just need to find ways to move guys and create opportunities versus, you know, elbow pass or move them one way. And then we fire off a shot versus, trying to work to get them out of position and, and always keeping ourselves in position and when the opportunity to score arrives and basically fall, it's kind of sounds dumb, but it's kind of like falling in the shots versus forcing shots. And the, my setup always has to be perfect for it versus by hand fight and I move my feet and I get the guy moving. A lot of times you, you, you what we call fall into shots where it just kind of happens and you're just like, Oh, there's a leg. And then you grab it and it's over, you know, versus, oh, I need his leg to be here, and I have to move him this way to get this. And there's too many factors in there where if you just hand fight, a lot of those factors get taken out of the out of the scenario, and you're, you're in more control of it. Against Bondurant on Tuesday, you guys dropped that opening match. Uh, against ADM Thursday, you won the opening match in six of the first seven. How important was it to get off to the quick start Thursday night? Uh, it's, it, it, it's always good to get off on the quick start with our guys. We're, we're a team that we call it the snowball effect or, or any, or yeah, the snowball effect of just once that snowball gets rolling, we don't want it to stop. So once that momentum starts building and we can get that snowball moving down the hill, then it tends to be get out of the way. And hopefully, hopefully you're on the, you're not on the receiving end of it where you got to re get the snowball going and, and start all over again. But uh, we're a team that builds a lot off of, the net after last man, next man wrestling, and we just kind of momentum wise, we're a team that really, really strives on momentum. And you saw that I thought Tuesday night when I was out there for your guys' match with Bondurant, got off to the slow start, yeah. but won five of the last eight matches. So once Cooper Ludwig yeah. got that win at one forty five, you could see the confidence change in the guys. Huh? Yeah. Huh? It, and nothing. I mean, Bondurant, they're one oh six all the way till. And even their 45, who their kid was out, I mean, even 52, I mean, their 106 to 52 are all, all ranked kids. So they're, they're not, it's not a pushover. I mean, you, you got to have your A game. And some of those guys are two and threes and fours and fives. And, you know, your, your, your chances of error are very minimal on those guys. And, and your opportunities to score are very minimal, but they, they capitalize on their scoring and, and they don't, they don't give up. I mean, Bonnerant's ranked and, they're top of the conference for a reason, and, and he, Matt's done a great job with those guys over the last how many years, and the crazy part about it is 
they're going to graduate two seniors and they're going to be better. I think they're going to be better next year than they are now. So, I mean, good for them, <laughs> but you know, but one Oh six through there is tough, but once we get our ball rolling and, you know, pull five of the last eight. And I think we had an opportunity of maybe six or seven out of that eight that we probably could have got in there at the end. And I don't know, it all depends where you get drawn in and where it starts off. I have a Bonnerant's really loaded in those, you know, 106 to about 52 weights. I, I, I'm going to mention Colton Whelan and his win. There was a couple of different times he looked like he was in trouble against the Fulton kid and somehow able to get out of it and then gets the win at 341. Yeah, he yeah, he tried losing that one. Um, <laughs> Col, Colton's really, really gotten really better on his feet. And the area we have to improve, and we know it is, and he knows it is, is that bottom position. You know, it's it's tough when you have, you know, you're a 285-pound guy and everybody thinks, oh, you're big, you should be able to stand up. Well, you, you forget there's 285 pounds that you have to pick up off the ground as well as 285 pounds on you. So you're talking about 500 and some pounds that you have to move. Yep, <laughs> and people don't realize that, you know. And sometimes they just think, "Oh, they're bigger guys; it should be easy." Well, you know, it's a little bit tougher sometimes to get that knee underneath you and get in position, and you know, being top heavy is really hard because you know you got to pull that way back up and you got to keep up, and keep your chest up and head up. And Colton's working hard to improve, and he's he's the type of kid that wants to learn and wants to get better. He's not he's not satisfied. He was upset with himself, happy with the win, but you know, probably should have been in better positions to to win those than just kind of letting things happen, I guess I should say. Eighth place finish over at the Mendenhall last Saturday. Had some really good individual performances. Cooper Ludwig came out of there with a championship. Jairi Gallagos went 4-1 and one on the day, uh, finished up yeah. in third. Um, what stood out for you uh, about the way you guys wrestled Saturday over at the Mendenhall? Yeah, our goal was top 10 in there. I thought maybe things go right. You have a chance to get to top five, but that's a tough tournament. I mean, I think out of the 17 teams, there was only four 2A schools, and one was us, Ballard, Clarion, Goldfield, and Perry. So for us to, to finish ahead of those those quality teams are are good, and the rest were all 3A competitions. And, and we're not we're not strangers to 3A competitions. We've been there before. But um, it, it was nice to kind of focus a little bit, not on the team aspect of it, we really had the guys just focus on your individual self and do your job and do your part. Kind of, kind of get that that momentum of team effort out of the way and just do your job, and then the team will take care of itself. So, kind of a switch of mind mentality a little bit, and it was really good to see the guys work through there. You know, super proud Cooper getting you know championship in the men and halls. Not an easy task. Um, Jairo wrestled good. I mean, he got beat by the number two kid in the state. Well, I mean, we, we had some really tough competition, and I thought our guys answered answered where I thought they would and some guys we you know maybe got shunt got gun shock or however you want to call it shell shock in those situations and, and maybe the, the lights got them a little bit and the nervousness and you know but that individual tournaments that 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 district thing that district mentality we have to have to to qualify for the state tournament so kind of the same thing we're gonna to have to do with Perry this weekend too what is the goal over at Perry today win <laughs> um, <laughs> It's always to win. Um, no, it's it, it's going to be a it's going to be a tough tournament. I think there's 18 teams there, 17 teams, and it's 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 a big quality, a mixture of of guys we haven't seen before and some guys that we have seen. So it's again that individual mentality. It doesn't matter who you have on the line in front of you. You just got to go out, wrestle your match, and, and win to move on. It doesn't matter if you win by four. It doesn't matter if you win by one. It doesn't matter if you win by fall. You know, we just got to 
win and move on and you know the team will take care of itself our goal is always to finish top 10 but if we get in that top five fight i'll be way happy with it but it's it's just that win and move on doesn't matter how you do it doesn't matter how it happens we just have you just have to win and move on and then hopefully the last match you have is a win because then then you're probably in the placement match and you've done your part and you know last thing you want to do is go oh and two at a tournament like this and and uh and then it becomes a very long day but you know win that last match and and move on well coach we wish you the best of luck with that congrats on a great start to this season this year and as always appreciate your time here today thank you appreciate everything you guys have done and as always go tigers head coach eric Nogaligan with the carroll boys wrestling team back with more from mc's next year on kcim i asked what kind of family she wanted she said a family like yours learn more about adopting a teen at adoptuskids.org you can't imagine the reward brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services adopt us kids and the ad council shane vaughn the head wrestling coach for the cabra knights joining us here on the mc country cafe coaches show knights had a pretty busy week thursday night uh, hosting both lewis central and camper and then of course last weekend on saturday at the tri-center invite they've got their own invite coming up today coach as always uh, appreciate your time here on this busy saturday morning yeah thanks for having me you bet coach uh, coming off a one-on-one night uh, against uh, lewis central and atlantic uh, on a thursday night let's start off with that win over lewis central 36 to 33 uh, got the late win by fall from kobe pierce um that it, it didn't really clinch it for you but you guys were able to hold on what was the difference do you think and what gave you guys the win against lewis central yeah, so that one, uh, you know, we came out with a lot of fight, a lot of hustle. Um, our effort, our heart, that was some of the best I've seen all year out of us. Um, it's really encouraging to see, especially, you know, the deeper we get in the season and the better we continue to look. It's just pretty good. Um, you know, and that duel, anytime you win a duel by three, there's a lot of factors going into it. But even some of our guys that maybe didn't go out and get a win but were able to lose close or keep matches, you know, last the whole match and kind of keep themselves in a position to, to finish it out, that was huge for us. Um, so a couple of our close losses, we had a couple of big wins, but all in all, that was just a top-to-bottom team effort from us. Nolan Simons uh, got a 6-3 to three decision, Will Healy an 8-4 at 160 and 170, respectively. How are those guys able to edge out their victories? Just good, tough wrestling. Uh, both look great on their feet, did a good job getting out on bottom. Um, and we actually started the night at 170, so that was a good way to start with Healy. Kind of grinding one out against a tough kid, and then Team score was tied up at 33-all going into 160, and Nolan did what he had to do to get a win. So kind of a good night, starting and ending with the seniors there. And, you know, one started us off and one closed it out for us. So pretty cool for them to have that that experience on a night like that. Mentioned Kobe Pierce got the win by fall against Lewis Central against Atlantic. He picks up a sudden victory, 13-11 to victory. That sounded like an exciting match. That was fantastic. Uh, we were down, we were down like ten to two, nine to two, something like that, early on. And Kobe just came came back. Um, you know, he's a kid that is going to come after you no matter what the score is, and kept coming and kept coming and never gave up, and ended up tying it and taking it to overtime and doing what he needed to do. So that was really cool. Um, you know, energy in the gym was awesome for that. Our fans are fans are starting to figure out he's a kid that you can never look away when he's wrestling because he's just going to go. Um, something's always going to happen. So it's. It's really fun to watch him. Joe Klein got a couple of wins by fall for you the other night, uh, a pin at, at the 453 mark uh, against Atlantic. How's he wrestling right now? He's wrestling tough. You know, he's a guy that has been JV for the most part this year, and 
kind of stepped in because we needed him to and went out and get, got two pins tonight, you know, did everything we could ask him more. And he, he looked good, and I think he's kind of starting to build up a little confidence with that too. You guys are dealing with injuries. How's that coming along uh, at this point of the season? You know, by the time you get to mid-January, every team in the state has injuries going on. Um, seems like we've got some pretty poor luck lately. Had a couple of big injuries that are hurting us a bit, but just got to kind of focus on, you know, who we have able to wrestle and kind of get get what we can for healthy um, towards the end of the year here. But just, you know, next guy at mentality. Um, like I said, we had guys that were out hurt last night, so JV guys stepped up and filled in and did a really good job of that. And, they were a major major role player and major factor in uh, the way we competed last night. So that was really good to see that our, our youth and our JV levels were able to step up and fill in when needed. You guys were down at Tri-Center on Saturday, finished up in 11th place overall. Caleb Hoffman got a, a fourth place finish for you. Nolan Simons uh, took fifth. Bryce Wiskus was a third. Uh, Connor Hayes brought home a fourth place. Didn't have uh, Mr. Parkus down there. Riley uh, not available that day. So how would you feel like you guys wrestled overall? You know, we wrestled pretty well. Um, we went into it light, only bringing eight guys, and we kind of knew that would affect us in the team race a little bit. But end of the day, the guys we had competed. Um, you know, like, like I said about our Thursday duels, we had a lot of heart and a lot of effort, and I'm really happy with where our mentality is at at this point. So it was good to see. Um, had some guys pick up some good wins and a couple more that slipped away from us that we know we can get back if we see them again or when we see them again, depending on the matchup. So a lot of good learning experiences came out of that Tri Center tournament. What are you guys working on at this point of the season to get ready? It's uh, hard to believe, but uh, districts are really two to three weeks away right now. Yeah, you know, we got a, a few guys that are still kind of honing in the basics a little bit, and then a few more that are just kind of working on chaining things together. Um, you know, guys that are getting nice takedowns, working right into a risk, trying to get near fall out of that kind of situation. Um, got a handful of guys that still need to figure out how to how to get out on bottom, so that's going to be a focal point for sure. Um, just, you know, this is the point of the year where we start to watch a little bit more film and kind of individualize a little bit and work more one-on-one -on -one with guys when possible to kind of, you know, kind of get them all the specific instruction that they need um, as we get towards the end of the year. Coach, hosting your own tournament today, uh, ACGC, uh, Audubon, Missouri Valley, Storm Lake, and Johnston will bring their JV team there. So what are you looking at today, and, and what's the goals for the Knights uh, besides probably to go 5-0? and I say major goal is five and zero. You know we've had bad luck with weather in the tournament for this week anyway, um, past couple of years. So we've actually only had this tournament once in the four years I've been here. But I'd love to go out and make a statement and go five and zero and win our home tournament. But I'm sure a couple of those other teams have something to say about that. So looking forward to getting that settled on the mat and should be a pretty good day of competition for us. Who is the toughest competition maybe to keep you guys from you know going five and zero? You know, Mo Valley, um, I believe they're still a ranked team. They're pretty solid. Uh, I do like the way we match up with them, so that's a duel I've been looking forward to for quite a while. Um, Johnson is another duel that I always kind of keep my eye on. Um, you know, being a Johnson guy myself, I remember we'd send guys to this tournament and kind of the, their expectation, even though they send a JV team, their expectation is to come in and make a statement and prove that no matter what, you know, letters you put next to the team name they send in, they're there to compete. And so that's one where, we can't we can't let it slack just because they have JV next to their name because they're going to have tough guys that want to come in here and and they, you know they want to win the tournament too so that'll be a good one for us. Um, ACGC is growing, getting tougher every year, so they're another one we can't take lightly because they've got some hammers. So we got to be ready to go. 
Well, Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. Congrats on a good week this week and a nice win over Lewis Central. We wish you the best of luck coming up today. Yeah, thank you very much. You bet. Head coach Shane Vaughn again with the Kemper Boys Wrestling Team back with more from MC's Country Cafe Coaches Show right here on KCIM. Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. Know you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Talking a little Carol Girls Wrestling on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Sam Vanami joining us on this Saturday morning. And Coach, as always, it's good to catch up with you. Yeah, how are we doing? I'm doing well. It's been an odd week for you guys. Uh, you know, we're, we're late in the season or getting two-thirds at least of the way through the season. And uh, you haven't had a chance to wrestle since last Saturday. No meets on the schedule this week. So let's bounce back to last Saturday before we kind of talk about the rest of the week. You guys did a really nice job. Went over to a, a tough Jack Mendenhall tournament over in Ames. Finished up in fourth place with 117 points. Had to be pretty happy coming out of there. We were extremely happy, and honestly, we walking in, we knew that it was going to be a tough one, and a lot of schools that we've never wrestled before, a lot bigger schools, and, um, you know, the goal for not only us, but for the boys is, you know, hopefully we can just make the top 10. If we can do that somewhere, we'll be happy, and um, the fact that we walked away with fourth was just a huge accomplishment, and I think all but two of the girls were on the podium for us, so... They did extremely well, and they they were just excited to be there and wrestle some new teams. And um, like I said last week, we've been really buckling down on practicing and perfecting moves and just breaking stuff down. And they're asking really great questions, and it, it shows because it's you know they're paying it's paying off. Obviously, what went so well last Saturday as a team? Um, honestly, the attitudes and the just the mental where they were mentally everyone was in a good headspace and um you know it was good week of drilling and practice and asking questions and uh you know there wasn't any sort of expectation for them either as far as feeling um a lot of pressure because they knew that this was going to be a you know a really big tournament and that it was going to be a hard one so just honestly just show up and do your best and we'll see what goes from there and not having that added pressure where I think sometimes they do feel that pressure for some of these local teams and competing against them. They just were able to focus more on just each match, one match at a time. Emma Daniels gets you a championship uh, going three and zero on the day, uh, getting all three of them uh, by fall. Um, how did she wrestle? Cause it looks like just in, in looking at the results that she must've been pretty dominant. She did really well. Um, you know, she's someone that she is determined to go out there and put her head down and get right to work. And she knows what she wants, which is she wants the pin. She wants to win. And she just goes after it. And she just does it. And she makes it almost look easy because she's able to dominate in such a way. You had several second-place finishers as well. Emma Grossman, one of those, uh, also finishing second, was Sonny McGowan and, and Julia Canny. Uh, some wrestlers that have really started to come on strong the way it looks here lately out of those three. They really have. And um, I know I've mentioned before, but it just seems, like, especially for Sonny and uh, for Emma, 
just in, in the last couple of weeks, it's, their confidence has been building, and it's been really neat to just watch it build and grow and seeing stuff just click. And, you know, they're very capable of going out there and holding their own. And sometimes we just have to work on simple things as far as getting their feet out of the way, and that'll help them perfect a move. And they've been really receptive of taking cues or, um, you know, advice during practice, and it's paid off for them. And, you know, Julia, she comes and she performs each match and she's, again, she's just puts her head down and she does what she needs to do. And, um, you know, things were going well for her on Saturday. And then that last one, she, she had some competition and rightfully so, but she earned each win and she did amazing. Coach, uh, you had uh, Brianna Kiger and, and Avery Burks finish uh, in fourth place, and Chloe Jones took fifth uh, as your other girls that uh, ended up on the podium. So what stood out for you about how those three girls wrestled? Bree is really good at getting points for us. Um, she's, you know, she's very good at listening and taking on instructions and she doesn't want to give up. She's just, she's a little fighter and I love that about her. So she, you know, and she gets better each match, you know, she'll, what, what should I have done better? What could I do? How do I do this instead? And she just knows how to ask the right questions when she gets in there and each match, she just improves a little bit more and a little bit more. And you just, you just see it. And Avery, you know, the same, she's been bound and determined to do well since day one of stepping onto the mass. And she's, um, she's as she's progressing, she's also getting a lot harder competition, and I you know that's good for her. And sometimes she's able to, you know, sneak in a pin where she needs to, and sometimes she just she got out wrestled. And um, sometimes same thing with Chloe. But we go back and we reviewed the um, the meets yesterday during practice, and they can see it. They're getting to that point where they can see what they should have done and how they can work on it. And um, that's actually what just kind of what we're doing this this week is just perfecting, okay, I should have done this, and now I'm going to work on this so I don't make that same mistake as we get closer to regionals. Like having this kind of this week where you don't have anything, or would you prefer to kind of keep the matches going and having at least one this week? Um, It's bittersweet for sure because we get anxious and we want to get out there, but at the same time, it also provides us an opportunity to go and cheer on our boys that have meets this week, Tuesday and Thursday, and Thursday being senior night. So, you know, go out and support them a little bit. And, you know, again, just being able to give our bodies a break and practice, it's not a bad thing either. You head over to Panorama on Monday. What's the goal? Is it to just go out and wrestle again, or are there specific things you want to see? Uh, Panorama is going to be, there's quite a few schools there. And honestly, if I can get it through each one of the girls' heads that, you know, do your best and focus on one match at a time. And just taking each match for what it is, not worrying about each girl's stats. You know, if you want to go back and review the tapes, that's great. See what you need to improve on. But at the same time, not getting so stuck in their heads and going out there with the confidence that they already have, but keep building on that. And um, honestly, I think we have a, a good a good chance of doing well. So just going there and performing at our best. Well, Coach, as always, it's fun to catch up with you. Appreciate all of your time here today. 
wish you the best of luck. Enjoy a weekend uh, and best of luck coming up on Monday. Thank you so much. You bet. Head coach Sam Vanami again with the Carroll Girls Wrestling Team back with more from MC's next here on KCIM. Becoming a professional race car driver takes time. Quitting smoking does too. It's not about stopping in one day. It's about starting with day one. Get the resources and support you need to quit smoking at cancer.org slash smokeout. Carol Boys swim team got an unexpected kind of a week off with uh, their meet earlier this week at Cancel. Joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show is head coach Deb Danner. And Deb, as always, appreciate your time. You bet. It's always good to be here. And when I say a week off, folks, I mean a week off from a meet. Uh, They had a meet down at Des Moines Lincoln scheduled on Tuesday. It was canceled uh, due to the uh, cybersecurity attack down at the Des Moines Public Schools. Coach, you and I were talking uh, during the commercial break. First time in your career you've had something like that happen before. That would be a first for us, yep. (laughs) (laughs) As I said, though, a a day off from a meet, but not a day off from working. Even though you guys didn't have a meet since last Saturday, you've got some good work in this week, the way it sounds. Oh, definitely, yeah. We took advantage of not not having that meet and uh, got some good work in, got worked on some of our technique, and yeah, we had a real good day with that. What was the focus coming out of uh, the week uh, last weekend's meet at Johnston Invite? And what did you focus on this week in practice? Yeah, you know, we're just really um, trying to get our stroke technique down a little bit better yet. Um, working on our, our walls quite a bit, you know, um, our turns, our, our streamlines. So, you know, that it's and it is always a work in progress, but... Um, you know, we, we're really focusing in on that. We're we're getting closer to that point in our season that um, these things just have to be there and have to be happening, and because uh, we're we got districts coming up fairly quick here. Are they as close as you want them to be, or are they, or is there a little gap between where you want them to be right now? Yeah, it, it's. I would like uh, something a little bit better yet, but. Um, you know they're they're doing fine they're doing good uh you know i i'm not disappointed with where they're at but you know i would like to see something a little bit stronger right now let's bounce back to last saturday for a moment you guys did go down to the johnston invite uh, a really strong field walkie was there roosevelt was there johnston lewis central who you guys know real well and of course yourselves how did you feel like things went on the day um, you know, really, it, the meet went well. The boys swam some really good times. Um, yeah, we got fifth out of five. Um, you know, that was totally expected. You know, you look at the teams that we were up against, we, we kind of had a feeling that would happen. But, um, no, the boys uh, actually showed up and, and showed me some really good times. So, so I was very pleased about that, and, and hopefully we can just keep moving forward from that. Did have two individual champions and then five individual events where you finished in the top five. Let's talk those two championships, uh, League and Cease and, and Kyle Sundrup both winning League and in the, in the 50 free and Kyle in the, the 100 backstroke. What was impressive about the way they swam those two events? Yeah, you know, um, Legan was just absolutely ready to go. Um, his, I, I felt like his swim went off really well, uh, a little bit weak on his turn, but like I said, we're still working on turns. But, uh, you know, he he did a fantastic job with it. Um, very pleased with it. Uh, Kyle in his backstroke um, 
he looked really good. Uh, his turns looked good. It, it's just a matter of getting him to turn over his stroke a little bit more. So, um, yeah, it, it those were some really impressive swims, though. Notice Ty Thompson as well taking third in the 100 fly. I don't think we've talked a lot about him this season. Uh, how's he swimming right now? Yeah, you know, he um, he's really turning into a flyer that I um, have been surprised, I pleasantly surprised. Um, he's been doing really good, hitting 57 consistently. Um, yeah, it's that, it, that looks great. You know, he's a strong kid. And, uh, you know, if we just get that and his technique down a little bit better, um, I see him dropping down to a 54, 55, somewhere in there. So, um, you know, he's got the strength for the stroke. It's just we got to get our timing down a little better. Um, but, yeah, he, he's uh, turning out to be a, a really good, good flyer, and uh, we really need that. I know you're still moving some of the guys around and trying different things in the relays. How did you feel like, and what did you learn from last week's relay races? Yeah, we're uh, tweaking that medley relay once again today. Um, See how it goes. Uh, You know, the relays are just, they're, like I said, we just keep moving stuff around until we figure out just what the right combination is, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have that figured out by the end of this, this season. You mentioned today you're, you're on the road again today. You got a chance to get another meet on. You're headed up to Fort Dodge. What are you looking at in the meet today, and what are the goals? Yeah, you know, um, we, we're moving things around again a little bit, just trying to move lays out again. Um, always looking to see who can step up and, and show us something fantastic for those relays. Um, moving our individuals around just a little bit, um, trying, trying some different things, see, you know, somebody who hasn't swam an event for a while, put them in it and and see what they're looking like now. And, and, uh, yeah, you know, hopefully, uh, we'll have some more surprise swim. Well, coach, we wish you the best of luck coming up, uh, later today at uh, Fort Dodge. Appreciate you joining us. And, uh, um, you know, hopefully we don't have any more, uh, you know, strange ways that we have events postponed or canceled the rest of this year. Right. Yes. <laughs> Head coach Deb Danner again with the Carroll Boys swim team. We'll be back with a more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show right here on KCIM. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. That's going to wrap up the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Don't forget, we've got some local sports today again in wrestling. Carroll Boys at the Perry Tournament at 9.30. Audubon Boys at the Kemper Boys Dual Tournament today beginning at 9 o'clock. ESAC Girls and Boys, South Central Calhoun Girls and Boys at the Twin Lakes Conference Tournament at Emmitsburg at 10 o'clock. And Coon Rapids Baird Boys at Griswold beginning at 9 o'clock. Carroll Boys Swim Team also up in Fort Dodge today beginning at 10 o'clock. 
Basketball, Kemper at Heelan today at 3.30. Glidden Ralston girls are at Westwood beginning at 2 o'clock. And Ottoman heads to Xyrocorn Kimbleton. Uh, Tyler Bruner will have the broadcast for you on 93.7 KKRL. Pre-game at around 2.45 with the tip-off of that game at 3 o'clock. Thanks to Sean Minahan, Randy Beeson, Andrew Klink, Katie Cook, Gary Schmitz, Eric Noggle, Shane Vaughn, Sam Vanami, and Deb Danner. And thank you for joining us. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. You're listening to 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, 1380 KCIM, Carol.